Hey, Giant fans, if you're still out there, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, the beat writer, the man on the beat, the man of the people, the heart of Giants Nation, the guy who's forced to sit in that press box and watch those games live, Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to give a thank you and a shout out to the media captain for sponsoring our podcast. The Media Captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium-sized businesses. The owner of the Media Captain, Jason Parks, is a big-time Giants fan and would love to help your business grow its online presence. Visit TheMediaCaptain.com for more information. Once again, that's TheMediaCaptain.com. Twitter account, at TheMediaCaptain. So what's new, Chris? Anything? What's going on? Nothing much. How about you? You know, Chris, I, I over the last uh, 24 hours, and usually we, you know, when we wait to do the podcast, which we always do, we wait 24 hours because if we did it after the game, um, you know, you'd be half asleep because you get home so late, especially from a night game. And I'd be <laughs> ranting. That was a rough one. Yeah, yeah right. I'd be ranting and raving like a freaking lunatic. Uh, but it has, I haven't calmed down. And I'm looking at my franchise now, uh, our beloved Giants. And, um, you know, all year we've been saying Gettleman has a plan. Gettleman has a plan. And I guess he does. But. Chris, it's very hard for me to look at this team right now from top to bottom and not think we are one of the bottom three laughingstock franchises. Somebody asked last week, um, what franchise would you not, would you, what franchise would you put under? What five? And now I'm, now I'm at uh, Jets and Browns are the only two. Uh, the Raiders are better. And the Redskins. Okay, three. The Raiders are better. I, I, that's, a, that's a laugh that I put that, that I said that last week, that I'd rather be the Giants than the Raiders. Dude, we are... One of the laughing stocks of the league. I don't see an end in sight right now. We kept mm. saying 2020 was the year. I think <laughs> I think it's 2027 the way this looks. But uh, I don't know, man. A lot of a lot of thoughts in my head. I know we're going to dissect this game, this team, this coaching staff, the you know the franchise in general. But holy crap, man! What a what a crap show that was. Well, uh, yeah, it ended up as a crap show. It was a game, you know, and then uh, you know the Cowboys ran away with it. So I guess my point is, so the the biggest, the biggest thing that jumped out at me when I'm watching that game, and I talked about this uh, actually earlier today, was although it was close at first, the disparity in talent between (laughs) the Dallas Cowboys and the Giants was so stark and evident. I I mean, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the defense of the Cowboys and and our offense, and I'm like, how the hell are we going to move the ball at all? I, they are loaded, and we ha- we need probably eleven new starters on offense and defense combined. Is your podcast haunted? I hear like noises <laughs> in the background. What Mrs. Is that? Mrs. Twelfth Man came in to check on me, make sure I'm still breathing. Oh, all right. I thought it was. I thought I thought it was. You know, Halloween just passed. I thought maybe it's something's funny. going on. It's funny you can hear that, huh? Yeah. Um, she, she came in to look, and then uh, looked at the coffee, make sure I still had enough, which because she's awesome, and I did. I gave her the thumbs up. So, um, and they didn't have Van Der Esch last night either. I know, right? <laughs> you know? Um, Sean Lee looked better listen, than Van Der Esch. Listen, uh, it's not even close, town. Well, I said that opening day, and you were kind of like poking fun at me. I remember, yo, the Cowboys aren't that good. I, I know oh, the way you think. You know, fun. I try to tell you that the Cowboys are pretty good. Oh. It's not even close. It's not even close with us. You know, Jerry, they have something that we don't have: impact players, right? A plan. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry. They have impact players, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, no, 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 stop saying that I have a plan. Uh, where are you going with this now? I'm, I'm just, I'm aggravated from top to bottom. 
Oh, I, but when you say things like that, people are going to think like, "What are you last I week know, you said I they know. had a plan?" I know. I know. Go ahead. Uh, they have a plan. The plan that he built inside out. Now, now, whether or not he drafts well enough, and he's drafted some nice players, but they're not turning out to be impact players, and that's the difference. And people, when I said weeks ago that BJ Hill's been a disappointment. Huh. This year, there were some people out there saying, oh, Chris, what are you talking about? He's got 10 pressures. He's got this. He's got that. And guess what, folks? The last three weeks, he's played like 29, 26. Last night, he played 18 snaps. You know, you know what's funny? Which kind of tells you. I would have thought Tomlinson was the one that got less snaps, but it was B.J. Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you look at it. Tomlinson's actually playing better than Hill, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Um, Tomlinson's actually had an impact game this season up in New England. You know? Yeah. Um, Hill has it. Uh, his snaps have been decreasing, and I guess, you know, we're not the only ones to see it, that he hasn't been very good. Yeah. He's been all right, you know? So, get on his plan is a build inside out. We know that, but you still have to, you know, draft or sign via free agency very good, good players, right, that yeah. are going to impact your games. And right now, they haven't. He went out last year, signed Nate Solar. He's been mediocre at best. Is that, fair to, is that fair to say? That, that, that is a, that's graded on a curve. Okay. Now, he goes out this year, signs Mike Remmers on a one-year deal. Mike, I thought, I thought played really well the first five, six games. His play has regressed. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been exactly what we thought. We thought he'd be the worst of the five linemen, and he hasn't been. So right. I, didn't, well, I didn't expect much from him, to be honest with you. Right. I mean, that was my concern, Jerry. You yeah. know I said that. Um, I felt there was a reason why Minnesota had him at guard the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. I know they had some injuries and all that, but he didn't go back out the right tackle after the injuries in Minnesota. I saw that watching Minnesota games, and I understood why. Now, when he came over here, and I said, well, I'm not really happy about this. I don't know what we're going to have with Remus. He hasn't played tackle in a year and a half, and it was a reason why people were like, oh, he's a natural tackle. Back in 2015, the guy was unbelievable. Remember? Yeah. Folks, in the NFL, can I go on a little bit of a rant? I welcome it, buddy. In the NFL, you know, signing a guy in 2019 because he was good in 2015, that's two different galaxies. Chris, don't, I'm sorry, but doesn't Gettleman do that a little? Yes. Okay, sorry. But he's not the only one. Right. Okay, what I'm saying is that when we signed Remis, I was concerned. Yeah. I didn't like the way he looked at tackle before he was moved to guard. Yep. There was a reason why the Vikings let him walk. Mm. There's a reason why the Vikings didn't put him at uh, tackle again after, and they played Brian O'Neill over him last year. All right? Mm-hmm. There's a reason, because he wasn't very good at tackle anymore. Yep. Okay? So don't, you know, when I say these things, it's a legit concern. And now you're seeing Remmers playing like he kind of did at the tail end of his Carolina career and the Minnesota where he hasn't been very good. He had three sacks last night. Demarcus Lawrence destroyed him. Right? Yeah. Okay. This is what I'm saying. That's why I laughed. You know, I, I laugh when, when people like the Jets, when the Jets went out this year and, and Joe Douglas goes out and gets, you know, Ryan Khalil out of retirement and, whoa, we signed a Pro Bowl out of retirement. He was a Pro Bowl three years ago, four years ago. In the NFL... A player in 2016 and then a player in 2019 could be two different worlds. This is the NFL. This isn't baseball. So for every, so what you're saying is, for every Marcus Golden, 
there's an Antoine Bethay and a Dion Buchanan. I mean, Dion Buchanan has played two games. I know he's only played, you know, he's working his way in and all that. Uh, but when they signed him, I said, well, we'll see how much he has left. And, and then everybody said, oh, he's 27. He's 27. Oh, he's 27, Chris. Oh, LMAO. LMAO. <laughs> you know, like 27 is that 20 in the NFL. 27 could be 37 in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. I, I let you know. I laugh when people do this, and sometimes you know people. Uh, most people our followers are great. They really are. No, they are. But there's always a few buffoons who think they're so smart mm-hmm. and they're LMAO. And there's, a, there's a reason why I watch all these games, folks. Because when Jerry Foley and we on a podcast, I can say, Jerry, yeah, we saw Buchanan, but I really wasn't crazy about the way he looked the last year in Arizona. He goes with Todd Balls, and he plays about five minutes. They get rid of his butt, right? They let him walk. All right. Well, you know what? He got caught up in the system over there, the numbers game. You know, Devin White, Devin White missed like five games, and then Kevin Minter took over for. Him. He couldn't get on the field over Kevin Minter. Enough said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So don't you know? I mean, what I'm saying is that okay. Well, let's see what Buchanan has left. That's all I was saying. And you see the first two games, it's like okay, right? I think people thought they were going to get the 2014 Deion Buchanan. Well, this is 2019. Big difference in the NFL a couple of years can make. But we'll see how he plays out because he's still getting used to it. You know, he's getting his feet wet and all that. So we're not gonna we're not gonna label him, you know, useless right now. Yeah. All right, Terry. Um Right. But up front, the offensive line has regressed. Oh. Oh, getting back to Gettleman, inside out. Okay. So the guys he's drafted and signed, the Olsen Pierre's blah. The B.J. Hill's second year. We're not going to give up a B.J. All right, it's his second year. I, I understand that. But he has, he's just been all right this year. The Thomasons have been all right. He's, you know, I know he wasn't in his draft pick. You know, and, and Dexter Lawrence looks like he's going to be a nice player. But I, let's he looks see. like he's hit, a, hit a, he's hit a bit of a wall, you know, um, the rookie wall a little bit. And I, I'm fine with that. Like, I always go back to – I hate doing this, but you go back to the Eagles, right, and they have a guy like Fletcher Cox. That's necessary to build a team. Dexter Lawrence is a guy you can build with. He's he's a building block. I don't know what B.J. Hill is. I thought he was going to be. I don't know about Lorenzo Carter. Um, You know, I I think he's got more talent than B.J. Hill. But look along that line, right? We just traded for Leonard Williams. It's one game. It's one game. He had one quarterback pressure. He's going against one of the best left tackles in the league. Um, We give him a third-round pick, a high third-round pick. And you know what? Kind of looked like the Jets version of Leonard Williams. I know it's one game, but... The decisions we're making now, these are now crucial, right? You have a lot, you're going to have a lot of money in the offseason. You're going to have a lot of draft picks, except minus that third and probably minus a fourth in, in 2021 when we sign him, because we're going to sign him probably pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But now you got to hit on all these guys because you missed on a lot, right? Or, or you missed on free agents that, went, that you brought in. My biggest fear now, and I'm jumping a little all over the place because my brain is that way today after that. My biggest fear now is all new. It's, Gettleman is going to be going after free agents for his job, right? I don't know how long he plans to work, but I'm deathly afraid of now doing what Reese did in 2016 and overspending on guys because look, this is probably Gettleman's last job. And like he said, what I want to drop a quarterback on this franchise before I go. I, I just, because of all the holes, I'm just afraid we're going to go crazy in free agency and then be in cap hell in three years. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I look at the franchise from top to bottom, dude. The talent, um, 
the decisions that are made, the coaching, we'll get to that. I have no confidence right now. I have zero confidence in anything. And I, everybody wants Gettleman to talk a lot in the media. I don't. I don't want to hear until the end of the season. Because if I see a smug laughing at a press conference, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, yeah. wait till the end of the year before you give me that, Dave. Like, and and I, I was one of his biggest supporters. I bought in to what he was doing. I still like the Odell trade. But, man, it's just hard to see the light at the end of this friggin' tunnel right now, man. Well, Jerry... I like what Gettleman's doing, but, you know, he has to start bringing in some impact players. Yeah. I, I You know, he's bringing in guys that are pretty nice guys, nice players, right? Yeah. But, like, I put on Twitter, you know, before, Jerry, name one player on the Giants defense that an offensive coordinator says, hey, we got to know where this guy is. There's none. <laughs> right? There's none. There's none. And that's the big – Big. That's a big, big problem with this team. I know. Listen, I know the Betcher thing and, and the beginning of the year Betcher schemes to me way too complicated for these young kids. He's he scaled a lot of it down. A lot of it, you know, Betcher's like, what are we doing here, James? And certain things, but you know what? You look at these games, Jerry. Right, the last four or five games, and you can't say, well, you know what? It's all Betcher. Because you look at what happened last night. Let's look a little bit what happened last night. Okay, Jerry? Yep. Blake Jarman, who's Tony Gonzalez when he plays us. Five. Right? Chris, put it, put say that say that stat that you put out for anybody who didn't see it. Six touchdowns, career touchdowns, five against the Giants. Unbelievable. Okay. He does a little you know, a little cross yesterday underneath, right? Uh the Giants are in the zone. Ogletree is supposed to pick him up. He oh, does it first. Oh god. He does at first. Dak does a little roll, steps up a little bit. For some unknown reason, Ogletree leaves him, right? Yep. And Dak throws a little bullshit, a little bullcrap pass. Blake Jarwin picks it up, and he's going 42 yards. And then Ogletree chased him with his 6'9", 40 speed. I mean, I... I, My father. Oh, oh, no. I I, I know. But... It's everything, right? Like you're it's right. Everything, Jerry. That's it's... all, Jerry. All I'm saying is that you can't just look at it and then and say, "Oh, it's all betcha." And then at the end of that play, I'm sorry to call him out, but could you give less effort than Janoris Jenkins gave? I thought I was watching Curtis Riley last year. Well, he gave two efforts like that yesterday. I, uh, what was I? That one was the one, one? That stuck in my brain forever. Well, right. One to Blake Jarman, and then the Michael Gallup touchdown. Oh, that's right. That was and that was my first too. question to Sherman today. Because I was fuming listening to Sherman, you know, uh, um, any questions? Nothing really much more you want to talk about. Nothing really, coach? Nothing more you want to talk about? Two and seven? You just got smoked in the fourth quarter in your own building? You know, half the stadium's Cowboy fans. Uh, it looks like the team's not going anywhere but down. And this is how he starts off with us on a conference call. You ready? Two, Chris, two, yeah. Two and seven and worse than 2018 and almost as bad as 2017. Go ahead. Right. And, you know, and here we are on the conference call, and the first thing out of his mouth is like, um, uh, nothing I want to add from yesterday. Uh, any questions? Yeah. And and I was like, yeah. Yeah, I got a question for you, coach. Um, Yesterday, Jenkins, two missed tackles to, on the touchdowns with Gallup and um, and uh, Jolman. Um, what did you think about his effort? That was my coach. That was my question to Coach Sherman today. What did he say? Oh, well, you know, he gave an effort. He just uh, uh, was full steam ahead on Jarwin, and uh, he tried to make the tackle. He just missed it. Really, Coach? Mm. Yeah, see, I would, I disagree. It's not a missed tackle if you don't try. So I don't even think that's a missed tackle. Really, Coach? <laughs> Is there anything wrong, Coach, with saying, yeah, we got to get a better effort there? 
But no, but Sherman's always in that, I got to protect my players to the end mode. Well, guess what, Coach Sherman? You could use the press, you know, uh, to be your ally sometimes. Yeah. To motivate. I've seen plenty of coaches throw, throw jabs at people, jabs at players through the press. Yeah. Okay. So it, you want to continue with this, you know, oh, everything's great. Everything, every play is the best. Everybody gave 100% effort. Well, you know what? It's an insult to me. When I ask that question, you're going to tell me he gave 100% effort, which he was basically saying. When you, everybody in their mother looks at the film and says, what? Are you kidding me? You know? Yeah, it, it insults your intelligence. Um, so, I mean, we're just sick of it. Uh, you know, sick of it. So, but getting back to the defense, Jerry, you know, um, so that's not Betch's fault. That's Ogletree. Listen, Jerry, uh, Ogletree's a mediocre linebacker. That's it. O- Ogletree's got to get out of my life. Ogletree's got to be gone at the end of the year. I don't want to see him ever again. Yeah, I, mean, I think you will see him gone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, him and, look, Mayo's terrible. It's just... We have the, we have some of the worst linebackers in the league, and you know I know we were on a three four. It's a hybrid, blah blah blah. But we have some of the worst linebackers in the league. We still don't invest in them. Um, I know uh, uh, Lorenzo Carter was a third round pick, but we don't we just don't invest in linebackers. And Jerry Reese hasn't. Ernie Acorsi didn't before that. Yeah, it won us two Super Bowls in the in the eighties and, and uh, nineteen ninety. But I guess we don't invest in that position. But you know Ogletree chasing after Jarwin was just a disgusting sight. Um, Chris, real quick. I want to go around the defense, and I want you to give me a quick blurb on each player, if you don't mind, because we talk about impact players, and I, I do think there's guys worth keeping and building with, not building around. We don't have any of those guys. Building with, building right. with that right. can really That's be good. Can really be good players if we get, oh, I don't know, like a Josh Allen type from Jacksonville. <laughs> it's not that kind of player in next year's draft. I'm saying, right? If we get in the Chase Young sweepstakes and get this kid. You know, can mm-hmm. we, who else can we have? So real quick. So Dexter Lawrence, obviously one of them. Yeah. Um, Lawrence, talk- uh, Leonard Williams. Definitely. Len- you, you like Leonard Williams. Okay. What oh, about- no, I'm saying there's a guy, you know, build they're going to sign him, Jerry. So get used to it. Yeah. yeah they're going to build with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tomlinson. Uh, I would let him walk. Right. BJ Hill, you're not going to give up on. Olsen Pierre. I'm not giving up on him yet. No. What? Olsen Pierre, you let walk. Oh, please. Lorenzo Carter. Definitely a guy you could build with. Definitely. Right. I think Carter still has a very good ball in front of him. All right. Mayo and Ogletree, go. Go. Oh. Get out of my life. Um, Golden, do you re-sign him? Yeah, I would. Yeah, okay. Not uh, crazy, but I try to get a two or three deal out of him. Yep. Oh, Shane Zimmon is it's unfair. I just think he's hit the I wall just, as well. Yeah. You he's know? young. Yeah. 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 Uh, and now let's go to the back end because this is where it gets really interesting to me. Janoris Jenkins. Uh, I would let him walk. I would I would release him at the end of the year. My dog. Hang on. Somebody get the dog, please. Sorry. My dog. See, she opened the door. Uh, that's Taylor. Lane after <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. Um, so, all right. You let him walk. Me too. Especially the effort he gave. DeAndre Baker. What's your take on DeAndre Baker right now? He's the most polarizing guy in that secondary <laughs> among fans. And I don't know what to think of him. Because I look at him and I think, man... What a, yeah, he's built like a corner that I want on this team. He's kind of jacked. Seems to be good in man-to-man coverage, but is it a is it a thing where he doesn't know what he's doing? Like, what's his deal? Um, DeAndre Baker's immature. He has to realize he's in the NFL. Okay. Okay. I'm not. I'm not talking out of my my my. You know what? No, I am. This is why we're asking. Everybody he's wants to hear this, folks. When I when I say these things, because I'm around these guys every day, and I and I talk to other guys in the locker room. 
Yeah. Who I'll never name. You know that, Jerry. But yeah, yeah, right. he's immature. He still he still thinks he's in Georgia. We could give a half-ass studying session, lessons, and all that, and he's going to get away with it on town. He's now realizing, Jerry. He is now realizing. Took him about eight or nine games, Baker. Yeah. But he's now realizing that, hey, I'm not in Georgia anymore. I better start hitting these film sessions pretty hard. Okay? Yeah. Uh, the problem with DeAndre a little bit is that um, he 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 thinks um, he's got it all figured out. He thinks, like, he's great. I'm just being honest with you. No, no, this is what you want to hear. And, and, and there's a difference between a cocky corner and a guy who thinks, like, you know, after he gets toasted, he comes in a locker room and still thinks, like, it was no big deal. Like, you know, I didn't get toasted. You know, he's one of those guys. But he's a kid. He's got talent. Technique-wise, he has to improve on big time. I got to be honest with you, Jerry, quickly, since we're talking about Baker. I know everybody thought that was the most horrific call last time at him, but did you watch that closely a little bit, Jerry? The slapping that he got called for? Well, he kind of grabbed – no, no, the interference, the big interference No, call. and it looked like he was slapping the guy a little bit. It was nothing. Well, he kind of grabbed at his front of his jersey mm. a little bit. He kind of held him up a second. And what? Let's put it this way. I wouldn't have called it, Jerry. I thought it was a bull, sh- a bull crap call, but it wasn't the worst call in the world, Jerry. I looked at that play over and over today. It was not the worst call in the world because last night – I did think it was the worst call in the world, Jerry. Yeah, me too. I tweeted Especially it. <laughs> after the no call with England, right? Yep. All right. So okay. DeAndre Baker, the guy we traded up for, uh, I know we, we probably met with him and interviewed him. Uh, so, you know, that's that's refreshing to hear, I guess. But maybe he'll grow up. Um, Antoine Bethea gone, obviously gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you make? I Because I can't – I don't have an opinion on him because I can't decide. Jabril mm-hmm. Peppers. I, I – I thought he played well last night, Jerry. He drilled the guy. He I thought he was what's his real, name, and uh, the ball popped out. Uh, and, and he uh, leads yeah. a team in tackles every week. Yeah, but well, there's, a, there's an, well, there's another issue, Jerry. We no, have to talk good. about. Not good. Um, you know, I put that on Twitter a little while ago. Um, right. It's insane that two safeties lead the team in tackles every week, yeah. right? Yeah. It's insane. And I don't mean good insane. It's a bad insane. That's right? terrible. What Peppers is a guy. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I mean, Peppers, I thought was active last night, Jerry. I thought he played a good game. Yeah. Right? He, a big hit, forced fumble. I thought he was all over Philly. He had 12 tackles. Yep. I had a pass defense. You know, um, I thought he played really well. He's a guy I kind of like, Jerry. I kind of like. I know he's not, listen, he's not Ed Reed, but the kid really wants to. Uh, what I love about Peppers, Jerry, is that he's a feisty dude, man. This kid wants to win, man. This kid gets pissed off. You had to see him in the locker room after the game, man. Well, you, I saw him in the the interview with Detino, and he just looked disgusted. He was disgusted. He was disgusted, you know? Uh, a lot of trash talking going on in the field. He takes it personal. You know him. You saw what happened to him and Collins early in the year, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he plays hard, Jerry. He plays hard. Is he the most talented safety? No. But but I tell you what, um, he flashes a lot. I, I kind of like him, Jerry. I, I wouldn't be giving up on him. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Uh, so Mike Thomas, uh, I would keep him. Yeah, sure. He's a great special team. He's a very good special team. He's a nice guy to come in the mix. And a a leader. And Um, he's a leader. Yep. I saw, now everyone's asking this and I didn't know because I didn't see him out there. Green Haley, did he play at all yesterday? He did not play a snap. Right. So Corey Ballantyne, that was his first action in the secondary. I thought he held up pretty well. I don't know what happened on the Amari Cooper play. If that was Baker or Ballantyne or who. That was Ballantyne. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. So yeah. I think you tweeted that. Yes, he played man. He was in man, and they were in his own. Uh, and he stuck with Cobb. Cobb did a seam. And underneath cleared out. Uh, Baker, you know, 
uh, had his own. Um, Cooper catches the ball over the middle, as everybody sees. Now, the problem was that Antoine, Antoine Pathé was so, is so slow that he couldn't make up for it. He got over there way too late, took a wrong angle, and then he couldn't drop Cooper after he caught it. And the rest is history, Jerry. If only we had a young guy that we drafted in the fourth round that we just gave a shot to who was a very good corner in the pros, and in, in college rather, but we're, tra- we're, we're making him into a safety in the pros. If only we had that guy. Why, why are you that. trying to aggravate me? No, it's just, it's, this is what I mean with Betcher, right? Like, that's the stuff that annoys me. That, that's the stuff yep. that's like, dude, we're two and six. Thank you for playing Valentine, of course. He was right. a concussion protocol. But before that, he was healthy. And, you, you, you know, you, you played him against the Cowboys. I, I, okay, baptism under fire. Okay, fine. Uh, Julian Love, you know, I, I would love to see him now that we're two and seven guys. Let's just see what we have in the young guys, Pat. Um, I know you're, you think you're coaching for your, your career here. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with him. We'll get into that in a bit. But I just, man, like, why don't we just see what we have with this damn kid? And uh, Sam Beal, who hasn't played in two years, was activated and they cut Sean Chandler. That was a shame. I like Sean Chandler. Uh, but, you know, we need talent and we need real talent. And like you always say, impact players. And Sean Chandler wasn't. He's a nice player to have if you... Uh, you know, are loaded already. So it is what it is. <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, so now we'll, we'll get to see Beal, right? Right. Who Sharma said is going to play at the outside. So I guess he's going to make, you know, rotate in with, um, you know, uh, Jack Rabbit. I'm sorry, with um, Baker. And, you know, maybe Jack Rabbit moves, moves inside on some plays. Uh, and then, you know, Beal goes on the outside. Uh, so you might see all three of them on the field at once. You know? So so, so, we'll- I, so at all the guys we named, Bethay's gone. The middle linebackers are gone. Connolly was hurt. He'll come back. I don't know how, what it'll be like after an ACL. Tomlinson, you let walk. Uh, you don't give up on B.J. Hill. You know, I mean, we're building around Lorenzo Carter. Or, I'm sorry, we're building with, you know, Baker, Valentine, Beal. I guess Love, if he's still on the team. I don't even know if he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's like we got six or seven guys that we can work with. It just goes to show what we need this offseason, right? I mean, and, and I think a majority of it's going to come from the draft. You know, uh, it's way too early to get into what they're going to do in the first round, but you're going to get an impact guy, whether it's an offensive lineman or defensive lineman. Um, Hopefully. Yeah. If Chase Young is there, you have to take Chase Young. He's that guy this year. Uh, but I don't know, man. We need two linebackers, a, a free safety, a, a, a lineman. Uh, you know, we just need so much. Right? Yeah. Uh, Chris, yeah. what's you, your, your, heart, your, uh, your, your heart monitor going off? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. So, as soon as you mentioned it goes off. Uh, but, hey, Jerry, I don't know. I'm sorry, folks. I don't know where the hell that's going. Okay, it stopped. Um, <laughs> but, um, hey, listen, uh, there's a lot of holes on the team, Jerry, right? Um, and one of the reasons why there's a lot of holes is because some of these young kids haven't, haven't taken the next step, you know, to the next level. So, yep. they might next year, you know, the Hills and the, the Tomlinson. I think we got another year at the Tomlinson, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, you know, then you, you got the x Men, You got the Carter in his third year next year. So, you know, you talk about guys could make leaps, man. Guys who could make leaps, but right. we'll see. Offensive yeah. side of the ball, uh, we discussed the offensive line a bit. What is your? What is your? Mm. We know that we need to replace probably at least one tackle and a center. I think it's two tackles. Yeah, no, I, I do too, but I don't know mm-hmm. because of the dead cat money that everybody seems to care about. I don't care if we get rid of him, but mm-hmm. um, you know, the Giants may not want to pay all the dead money to, to Nate Solder next year. I think he's got a lot of dead money. 
Whereas yeah. Janoris Jenkins is an easy cut, Ogletree is an easy cut, and you save money. Right. But Zeitler and Will Hernandez. Now, I tweeted last night, it's got a thousand likes. I love Hernandez's attitude. I, I finally see a guy on this team who's willing to stick up for other players, and I loved it. Uh, he was almost like, and this is going to make your blood run cold, it, hockey analogy, he was almost like Sean Avery to me last night. He was just drawing penalties from other people, <laughs> right. and they wanted to murder him. But I loved it, and I'm thinking... He stuck up for Jones. Someone took a swipe at Saquon. He pushed him. Like, give me give me 45 of those guys. I don't even care if they're that talented. But then people were tweeting at me, yeah, but he can't run block. He can't block. I didn't, I didn't see that from him last night. Um, but I'm not watching the offensive line the whole time. But like Zeitler and, and Hernandez, these are guys you would keep next year, no? I mean, I'm sorry, not Hernandez. Hernandez, obviously. But Zeitler, everyone's kind of picking on him now. They're saying, well, he's not playing that well. I don't. I don't he's see playing that. pretty good. Right. Yeah, he's playing that. pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, he's playing pretty good. So, okay. So we have to replace three guys in the offensive line. Uh, I imagine one's going to be a very high draft pick, first or second. It won't be the third because we traded away for Leonard Williams. Uh, it could be in free agency. Um, so, look, we can we can fix that if we choose wisely, as they say. Dan Duggan put out something today that was pretty good from Next Gen Stats, and it was that our wide receivers get the least amount of separation yeah. than anybody. Do you believe that or no? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I believe okay. it. That's a big issue. That's a big problem. That's kind of, you know, slowing down the progress of Daniel Jones that obviously receivers don't get separation a lot, Jerry. Even they your just boy. don't. Even your boy? My boy. Uh, well, no, he's not a big separation type receiver. You the know what I mean? The domer. You know, he's, he's not a, he's not a separation type guy. He, right. You know, he's, he's that guy in the zone. And you know he's that short five yard guy. He's not, you know, he'll go he'll go down the sideline a little bit and, and go up and make a grab like he did last night, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. But he's not a separation type receiver. Shep could, could you know Shep is probably the best one we have, and he hasn't been playing. Yeah, you know. So the Giants, you look at them, and I was thinking that last night, Jerry. You know, and they would talk about a couple of times Jones had time and couldn't find anybody and all that. And Jerry, we just don't have guy like the bet. You know, Slayton has the potential to be that with his speed. But, you know, it's more than just speed in this league, Jerry, to separate, you know? Right. It's proper route running, you know? Um, it, it, it's, it's also looking up for the ball. Sorry. Sorry, Slayton. Well, but he, he's yeah, in a little bit of a wall, too. He dropped an easy one last week. He, dropped he had a rough game. Night. And he yeah. look up. Everybody's killing Jones, and I get it, the bomb. Bad throw. But he could have turned into a defender there. He didn't even know the ball was coming his way. Yeah. Yeah, well, when you throw uh, – Jerry – you know, there was a cover two in that, and he really wasn't ending there. But right, there wasn't. But but Jones threw it on the inside, right? Yep. So the idea of that is okay. Maybe there's nothing there. The safety's rolling over. Uh, Xavier Woods rolled over, and all that. Okay. But the idea of that, you know, is that the receiver could go get it, go up and go get it, locate and try to. Uh, you have to at least knock it down there, Jerry. Right. Worst case scenario, you knock. Uh, you, the guy in his, uh, Woods intercepts it. And then you're right there and you tackle him. You got the tackle and it's like a punt. Right. You know? Right. And this, but what happened yesterday, watch, Slayton didn't locate to, it was way too late, right? Yeah. Woods comes over, picks it off, and down he goes, down the sideline he goes. And, they, and it sets up a field goal, right? Yep. So uh, I wasn't crazy about that third down call, but they did take a shot. I, I understand, Jerry, they took a shot. And Sherman's assuming, okay, worst case scenario, like I just said, all right, he gets picked off deep, and guess what? We'll pin him down. He'll be like a punt anyway. 
but he returned to 29 yards, I believe, you know, so yeah, no, he, he it didn't work it, out. He returned it a ways, yeah. And then you yeah. got Benny Fowler and Latimer. They're not going to get any separation. No, they're not separation, guys. Right. Jerry. Right. You know? So we need they're a receiver, too. So if you're keeping track at home, yeah. two linebackers, free safety, at least one defensive lineman, right tackle, left tackle, center, wide receiver. <laughs> Eight guys. Okay? And and I even make the argument that we might need a tight end, too. Okay? Eight guys. That's oh, one. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Another possible. tight end. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I just don't like the way Ellison looks this oh, year at all. terrible. Looks terrible. No. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, Ingram. Mm-hmm. I guess what's frustrating from the, the, the non-educated fan, and I, I say that about myself, right? Like, sometimes I, I watch a game and I'm like, why isn't this happening? Why isn't that happening? And then, you know, I'm not kidding. You, you break it down and I'm like, oh, okay, makes sense now. But I watch a guy like Evan Ingram who has more gifted, more natural gifts than a guy like Jason Witten at age 500, um, who if he was dead, I think he'd still get passes caught, right? He'd still catch right. passes against the Giants. If he's yeah. in his coffin. Um Blake Jarwin, he's okay, right? He's not a good tight end. He's always open when he plays us. Evan Ingram, Chris, is it the patterns he's running? Is it the concentration they're putting on him? Like, why are we not seeing more? And then he catches the ball and he's got a foot injury right away. Like, I, the, the injury things are going. But like, why is he not doing more? Well, uh, you know, last week the Lions double bracketed him a right, lot. Right. Um, this week I didn't see it as much. Right. Although they were playing that two zone that they love to play in Dallas. Mariner loves to play against the Giants. They yep. played it a lot. Um, Jerry, it's tough, man. You know, it's tough to dissect with Ingram because he has so much talent and you feel like he should be doing more, right? Right. God-given and, ability is off the charts with him. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, listen, that's uh, it, a tough one. I, I, I really can't say why he doesn't produce more. Um, he did have like five, six catches last time, right? But you think it's like you just like to see him more of an impact, right? Yeah. Um, listen, I would send him on seams more, I don't, you know, and take shots at him on seams. You don't really see it that much with Ingram, right? Yep. A lot of short stuff with him. Yep. Um, uh, so to me, it's part Sherma, right? Not designing enough for him. Right. Getting him out in space. To get him out there in space more, you know. Um, Chris, on, on that yeah. subject, while we're there. Do you know, yeah. can you guess who else I think he doesn't get into space enough? Yeah, that 26 guy, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, come on, man. I mean, yeah. running him up the middle every play, it's just like, is there any imagination? And you talk about it. You get us all excited. Not, it's not your fault, Chris. But you're like, look at these routes he's running in camp. Oh, my yeah. God, this is going to be so much yeah. fun to watch. And yeah. uh, we had one successful screen that went for 65. When... And by the way, when he didn't score, I knew we weren't scoring. So he has to score from <laughs> 70 yards out to get a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, but we don't do anything with him. We just run out of the middle. We don't, we don't run him wide. We don't do anything with him. I know he's still hurting yeah. a little, but on the screen, it looked like he was fine. Yeah, you like to see him get out in the backfield more, do some more choice routes, a wheel route, all that stuff. You really do, and you just don't see it, you know? Uh, a little jerk routes. They like to call it jerk routes. You could go left or right, you know? Um, you, you just don't, Jerry, you look what Sean Payton does with Alvin Kamara, the way he gets him involved in space and the receiving game. Right. And you say to yourself, why are we not doing this more with Saquon? Right. Yeah. Right. And that's all that, that falls on Shermer, Jerry, that falls on Shermer. Before, you know? and before we get to Shermer, let's, let's, uh, let's get to Danny. Um, I, mm. I like what I see with him overall. I try to be patient. Uh, and I say that as someone who, um, Look, I, you get spoiled when you see him play Tampa, the Redskins. Even last week against Detroit, he looked good. But mm-hmm. the the ball security thing, mm-hmm. we talk about it every 
single week. I can live with the interception down the field. And when he got drilled at the end, I can live with that. But the fumble where he dove forward and the, the trying to block downfield, like, mm. I, I appreciate the block, Danny. Don't do that, please. Like, the diving forward thing and, and just how much he fumbles, like, yeah. I don't know if we can, I don't know if we can fix that. And it's so, it's so alarming because if he doesn't, <laughs> like in two years, what do we do? Like if he, mm-hmm. he can't turn the ball over that much, man. Listen, Jerry, um, Carson Wentz had this issue too. First few years in the league. He used to dive forward, try to get that extra yard. Remember he used to get hurt, fumble or the whole deal. Yep. Um, so Jones and now Wentz has gotten better at it. Uh, maybe because he blew his knee up a couple of years ago, but you know you don't want to see that happen to Jones. That's the way he learns his lesson, right? But you, he's gonna, Jerry. I don't know what to tell you. He, I mean, he's just a kid. He's a rookie, but he's gonna have to learn. He's got to learn. Listen, just slide and fall a yard short, please. Stop yeah. diving forward, taking on tacklers, because you saw what happened last night. Right. right? Another right, fumble. Right. Another fumble. Um, like that interception, you could live with, right, Jerry? We just said, all right, we'll live with that, right? Yeah. Even when he threw it, I thought, well. If Slayton was looking, it would have been like a punt if he could just tackle him at the time when he caught the, it. The last one was uh, a strip sack, right? Picked yeah, up by Lewis. He, there. he goes all the way because nobody could block up front. Got a hell of a block by Nate Solder on that play. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, nobody could block up front. So the kid Armstrong, of all people, comes in and strips him. Mm-hmm. And Lewis picks it up and runs it in. Um, but, you know, he's had a few wins twice against Dallas where he's running with the ball, trying to get to the sticks, and he fumbles. And you can't, you know, he's, I mean, I know we talked about it a few times, but, you know, it's up to Shermer, the, the pounding in his head, that pull up, do the baseball slide, and live to see another down. If it's third and one, it's third and one. You know? Right. you got to get this through your head, son. I mean, they got to get this in his head. you got to slide. All right? You can't be taking on guys leaning forward in this league. They're going to knock the ball. These guys are trained to do that, Jerry. Yep. And they're doing it. Now, right? He's talking James Winston for the most turnovers in two less games. That's two, not good. That's God. terrible. And 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 he was asked last night, Shermer. And and now we'll get to Shermer. Oh of, my God. We'll, we'll get to Shermer now because of his stupid oh. answer on this one. <laughs> he was asked the question about you know are the turnovers a problem. Well, they're all isolated incidents. Yeah. If I yeah. get into nine car accidents, I'm a crappy, shitty driver. Sorry, folks. Like, you can't just look at each one and say, well, each one has its own story. Oh, this one he dove. This one he threw a pick. This one he didn't see the the, the safety coming over. This one he what they weren't blocked. Like he's just not good at holding on to the ball. I, I, yep. I can't, these are the answers he gives where he thinks he's Bill Belichick and he's not. It's so yeah. frustrating, Chris. And I know you're there asking him. Yeah, you I gotta know. Be, you gotta be so shaking you should... your yeah. No, no, gang. You gotta be shaking your head. The fans at home are like. Holy cow! Yeah. Are we gonna win with this guy? There's no, I just yeah. this is the despair that everybody feels right now. Jerry, if you think you're frustrated, you should be sitting in front of him every day when he's giving these answers. I know. <laughs> it's it's like you want to pull your teeth. I mean, after a while, say, Coach, come on, you know? Yeah. You you can't be uh, even Belichick would be saying stuff like that. Belichick, like he'll be like, uh, we got a coach better than that. That'd be the first thing out of his mouth. Yeah. And Sherman's giving answers like, oh, it's isolated incidents. They're all, they're all, it's all, they all have their own story. Well, tell me about it. It's fascinating stories. Yeah. And you know what? And you can't fool New York fans. Like he get somebody asked him about the red zone efficiency last night. And and he's like, well, it's not a trend. It's not a trend. (laughs) They're like like 28th in the league in red zone efficiency. 
It's a plague. It's not a trend. It's I mean, it's not a habit. It's I the mean, plague. Sherman just doesn't get it with this media. I mean, you know, uh, listen, the media is very tough here. You know, like I jumped on him today about the Jackrabbit thing. I was looking at, you know, I got on him about a few things this year, you know, about questions. I was immediately on him. But you could play the media. If you give just like honest, like stop giving these phony answers. And, and, you know, and it's getting worse and worse with him because everybody knows he's giving just a bullshit phony answer. You know? You know, you know who he sounds like? Oh. Ben McAdoo. Well, Sorry. Uh, the, the answer, yeah. the answers he's giving are, are him. It's we have to look at the tape or yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I disagree. <laughs> what? Yeah. What do you mean you disagree? Yeah. Daniel yeah. Jones can't huddle under the football. That's a problem. Yeah. When you, when you tie with like, I think it was Jordan, uh, when somebody asked, I they knew right away that he was like number one. Yeah, it was Jordan. I think it was Jordan Raynon. Yeah. He, 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 right away, Jordan knew he was tied with Winston, number one for turnovers. Yeah. And he asked him, you know, this is a problem. And when you give an answer, like, well, they're not really, they're isolated incidents. What, what, coach, he's up there with Winston in two less games. It's not good. Listen, could it get better? Of course, Jerry. But right now, turnovers is a huge issue with this kid, man. It really is. By the end of the season, they were 37 isolated incidents. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man. Um, all right, look. Uh, real quick. I, I know we're jumping around, but I, I have to point this out. I think we talked about this today. When Dallas was on offense, were you? Was I the only one thinking, "Why the hell are they passing?" Like, yeah, Joe Elliott was getting nine yards every time he touched the ball. He said that was the easiest one forty he's yeah. ever gotten in his life. Yeah, I was, I'm with you, Jerry. I was up in a booth saying, "Why even throw the ball?" Oh my they were, god, they were opening up such huge holes so up front. It was embarrassing. Lawrence, Tomlinson, Hill. They were getting blown off the ball, man. Blown off the ball. X-Man on the edges. Uh, Carter a few times. On the, I mean, it was all good treat. But when he wasn't getting blown away and on a second level, he was taking the wrong reads again. Good. Caps. That's cool. You know, um, <laughs> it, it's just, it was so bad. Like, I, I agree with you. I would have just ran Zeke and Pollard the whole night. Give Dak the night off. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Right. And how many times do you have <sighs> to play – Jerry, how many times with the play let this year with the play action, tight end releases off the line of scrimmage, wide open in the flat. How J- many Jason times? Witten and his thirty-seven-year-old body? Like, how's this happening? Why is this yeah. happening? I mean, Jerry, oh, did you see God. how many times they did? Jerry, did you see how many times Dak did that last night? Oh, the play yeah. action, tight end releases, boom, hits him in the flat. Jerry, what do you think they got that from? They got that from Kirk Cousins game, dude. Yeah. It's a copycat league. I say this a million times. Not that Dak doesn't do it, you know, at all besides the Giants, but he did it about five times last night because they looked at the Vikings film and said, wow, this is really effective against the Giants. They're like, Kirk Cousins can even do this. Yeah. I mean, James Betches, I mean, this is like, you know, what are we doing here? Did you not expect this, you know? This is where I get, see. This is where I do get on Betchett, Jerry. Right? Yeah. Because that's that that you can't blame all on. Well, you know, uh, this guy forgot to cover here. This guy, you know, some of that is like they're not prepared for it. So, yeah, I mean, Betchett well, was one where he, you know, it's third and fifteen and he's rushing two and or three, 
that's when I can't stand it. Like I, we can't get past Dallas's line as it is when we blitz. I mean, I don't know what sending a, a couple guys is going to do. That's when I get aggravated. Jerry, um, yeah. Where I was really getting aggravated last night, down a first down, they had four, four down linemen and the two outside linebackers, Golden and Carter, yeah. had their hand on the ground. So mm-hmm. basically it was a 4-2-5. That's what they were playing, right? Yep. And they were getting destroyed up front. So I was basically saying last night, okay, so why don't we just play the three down line? Play, get Hill, Leonard Williams, and Thompson in. Get more beef up front because Golden and Carter are getting blown off the ball. Yeah. And he kept doing it over and over. Yeah. I don't get it. No. I don't get it. And, and as far as the coaching staff, right, like, I, I, I don't want to get into the Jets yet, but the, 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 the specter is there of – Shermer losing to the Jets and then both mm-hmm. coaching both coaches Jets and Giants get the, get the axe next year. I, I if I had to predict right now I think at the very least his assistants are forced out other than uh, the special teams coach McGahey. Is that, is that how you pronounce it McGahey? Yeah, McGahey. Yeah. Um I think Betcher goes no matter what. There's too much um there's too much of an uproar about it. I think Shermer gives up the play calling when he's forced to. I think he will be forced to. And then he's going to have to pay attention to the game, right? He's not going to not challenge pass interferences when he shouldn't because he knows oh he's never going to return. You know, yeah. And then, by the way, dude, you know this wasn't made a big deal, but I saw it last night, and it's exactly what you said a couple weeks ago, that Shermer reacts to the media questions only a week later. And what did he do last night? Did you, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm not, it's not a test, but um, at the end of the game, six minutes to go, Oh, with the timeouts again. No, fourth and 15. Oh, the punt. The punt. Why? <laughs> There's no purpose in it. Why are you punting? The game is over if you punt. Because you moron. Because he just cannot manage a game, Jerry. Right. So if he, he can't manage, manage a game. game while he's calling plays, I don't know, man. Can he manage him if he's not calling him? Like, I just, this is what I mean with, with Shermer. I don't think yep. he's the guy. Yeah. But, but is he? I, and I don't know if he's tied with Gettleman. But man, Chris, I, the, the patience is gone with him, and the fan base now. I think if he interviewed the if he did a poll, and I'm not doing a poll on Twitter yet about that because I don't want to, you know, I don't want that to get out. It's just not a, not a right thing yet. But these guys' livelihoods. <laughs> but if you did a poll on Twitter, should Shermer come back? I say eighty oh. to ninety percent say yeah. no. It'll be over eighty percent for sure, right? And and listen, Jerry, we've talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, to me, especially that the Jets looked so bad against Miami last week. Mm. If the Jets come in here, uh, the, well, the same s- stupid stadium, but if the Jets beat the Giants Sunday after the way they just looked against Miami, I, I just don't think Sherman survives it. I really don't. I think he's done in the season, oh, in the off season. I really do. So the quote, I'm sorry. the quote unquote best case scenario for the Jets and Giants fans is the Jets to win and Gase is gone anyway, and then Shermer goes. <laughs> like I don't think Gase survives no matter what, um, because but whatever. But um, yeah, well, man. Gase would give him a little. Gase would give himself a little rope if he beats the Giants. <laughs> so let's let's say look, I, I, we we talked about the doomsday scenario, or, or my doomsday scenario with with. Uh, with the Giants is that Shermer gets fired, a new coach comes in, uh, looks at Danny Dimes and says, uh, I don't want him. And then we're picking top five, 
and then you know we pull a, a Josh Rosen uh, or a Cliff Kingsbury rather, and we take a guy, or we take Tua, or we take Fromm, or we take Herbert, or the kid from LSU, uh, and and we go in that direction. I don't think that will happen. I think we've seen enough of Daniel Jones for another coach to come in and say, uh, we got something here. We just got to hold on to the ball. I do think that can happen in, with the Jets. I think if the Jets are picking one and two, one or two, I actually think they'll do that with Sam Darnold right now. If, if you gun to my head, if they're picking one overall, I think they take Tua. But that's just me. Um, but, you know, if Shermer goes, Chris, how much more time does Gettleman have to get this fixed before John Mara says, blow it all up? <laughs> um. I mean, I'm not like this well, is an inexact science. I'm just he, asking. I think you know. I think you'd have a little more time because I think they're pretty happy with Jones. You know, in spite of every, you know some of the things Jones, you know, some of the flaws he's shown, they're pretty happy with Jones. Obviously Saquon. So, you know, yeah. um, I I think Gettleman will get some more time. I I, I really do. I, you know, I I don't think Mavis upset with Gettleman, Jerry. Okay. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he's upset with Gettleman. Um, I, mean, I do yeah, think yeah. I do think he's getting upset with Sherman. Well, he's also got to be upset. The, the first thing you texted me uh, yesterday when he got to the game was, "I can't believe all the Cowboy fans." I mean, you heard chance of defense. You heard, "Let's go Cowboys!" And by the way, can you tell Bob Papa and everybody stop doing the post game outside? Because when opposing teams win, all they chant are the opposing team's uh, sayings or whatever. "Let's go Cowboys!" Last year they were spilling out Eagles. That 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 post game show has to be moved inside because you watch it and you just get aggravated. <laughs> like you're sitting there watching it, you're trying to hear Carl Banks and David Deal and and Papa, and everyone's all you hear is the the opposing team's fans chanting at them and yelling at them. So uh, look, I, I know you have a if you have some pull there, Chris. If you can have the post game show moved inside, I think most Giant fans would actually appreciate that. But well, you know what Carl Banks would say to that, Jerry, and Papa would say to that? Win the game. Win. Yeah, you know what? Win a damn game. You don't want to have to hear him cheer. Yeah, I know. I know. And that's the least of you know the issues right now. I, mean, no, I know. I just you, you watch that and you're like, Yeah, you know, this is a two and seven squad that can't get out of their own way a lot of times. And you know, even last you know, you know, last last night, Jerry, even though when the game was close, did you really get the feeling that they were gonna win it? No, as soon as Bethel <laughs> no, right? intercepted yeah. it and they didn't score a touchdown, I'm like, ah, we're gonna lose this game. Yeah, yeah. Even even though when the score was twenty three eighteen and all that, no, with no. the with the difference of with the talent difference, even that I was sitting there like, well, it might be close, but they're not winning this game. When the know? black cat came out, it ruined any momentum. I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah we black had cat ruined it. Yeah, yeah. And then Jarwin scored, and it was like, that's it. This game's over. Twelve ten. You knew they were going to somehow within uh, thirty seconds get the is, ball back and, and kick a field goal. Isn't it amazing, Jerry? It's like two or three plays a game. They give up huge chunks of yards, touchdowns, or just a big play because a guy misses an assignment, yeah. missed tackles, right? Lack of talent and missed assignment, yeah. Oh, man. It's unbelievable, Jerry. Yeah. Every damn game is saying this every week. Last week it was Hall, you know, and Betcher's kind of giving me like a little bit of an attitude. Not an attitude, but Betcher's like looking at me like a, you know, like I had the audacity to ask about another screw-up in the secondary with Baker with the Hall touchdown last week, you know. Uh, and this week you got the miscommunic, uh, you got the blown assignment by Ballantyne. I, I just don't get, you know, I'm talking to a guy yesterday in a locker room, Jerry, you know, and I'm like, well, how does this happen? Nine weeks in, you know, <laughs> and he kind of insinuated that not so much betcha, Jerry. I have to be honest with you. It was, it was a little bit of, well, some of these rookies got to learn how to study harder. 
you know? Wow. They got to learn how to pay attention to a little more detail. Wow, that's eye-opening. It wasn't. Listen, Jerry, I was talking to a guy yesterday. We walked out into the parking lot and the whole deal, talking man-to-man, not even football player to reporter. It was man-to-man. And and it was like not one time, Jerry, did, was, did it come up. Well, you know what? Betcha's got to do this. Betcha's got It was Hey, some of these kids got to learn how to pay attention to detail a little Jesus. bit more. They got to get in the playbook a little bit more. Oh, my God. I'm just telling you, Jerry, you know, I'm not bullshit, bullcrapping you. That's like, you know, that's, that's like the fourth one you dropped tonight. Good job, buddy. Yeah, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not making this up, dude. Well, I'm and that's, that's where, that's where, on, that's where I do blame. That's where I do blame coaching and coach. Mental. It's because it's yeah. more than just, it's more than just, these are the X's and O's. Study them. It's, hey, idiot, pay attention. Uh, you're going to get fined if you don't know this play. Uh, or, or you know, I, look, I, I don't like the five minutes early thing from Coughlin. I thought that thing was stupid. But you, that's the stuff that doesn't happen under Belichick, under Parcells, under yeah. the great coaches in the league. Yeah. doesn't Even happen under Coughlin. Sean Payton. Even Sh- on the Coughlin. Coughlin, yeah. Sean Payton. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Doug Peterson, but, you know, uh, his, his defensive coordinator, the lunatic, Schwartz. Well, yeah. you, you, think that, you think that's happening on the Schwartz? No. No, no that's what? what I mean. Yeah. Right. So that that's where mentoring, it's more than just – an offensive game plan, which stinks, by the way, anyway. Right. And it's more than just X's and O's on defense. It's coaching, like you say. It's yeah. mentoring. It's Coaching's huge. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, my God. And, and, and we just don't have it. Yeah, and let's not, you know, let's, let's not, I hope I'm not giving the, uh, you know, the the perception of that, you know, this is nothing to do with Betcher. No, listen, a lot of it is Betcher. You know, to me, when your team, your side of the ball is not progressing at all, that's on you too, man. Yeah. And that's why he's going to lose his job probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, he is. They're not be, progressing. Yeah. yeah, Jerry, listen, we talked about this today. Me and you talked about this on the side. You know, today, you look at a team like the Raiders with John Gruden, right? Yep. And in his second year now back in Oakland, you look at the Raiders and, and you tell me, Jerry, are they progressing this year? They are. They're four. Okay. Yeah, right. And by I the understand. way, but remember the moves they made? They took up Vontez Perfect, Antonio Brown, Richie Incognito. Yeah, you know, they didn't work. They got rid of two of them. Richie Incognito is working out, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. You know, but but the point being is that you know I know it's a veteran quarterback, you know, and and, and a Jones and all that stuff. But you look at them and you see they're in every game, every you know, and they're progressing. They're four and four. They're battling it out. They got the charges Thursday night. Everything's going you know the way they want. And I, you just don't see it with the Giants, right, Jeff? You just don't see it. No, you don't. You don't see any progression. You don't see now, getting better. Now it seems like it's a big moral victory if they don't get blown out. Like if it's a close game. Yeah, like we all right? feel good. we felt good about the Patriot game, thirty-five fourteen or whatever it was. Right. You know, we felt good about the Lions game, even though that last touchdown was a gift at the end. Right. We don't. We just feel good when we keep it close, and that's right. the, that's the loser mentality, unfortunately, that this franchise is from top to bottom. Now, sorry, it just is. Yeah, it, it just losing. is. Yeah, it just is. Yeah. You know, and they've won that. And the last forty-one games, they're ten and thirty-one, Jerry. Yeah, and I'm sorry for, you know, everybody says we're negative. I'm sorry for being negative, everybody, if, you, if this is uh, pissing people off. But two and seven, paying customers, you guys should be mad, right? Six out of seven years not making the playoffs. The one year we did was a fluke. Uh, you know, th- this we're getting worse. This franchise is getting worse. Do you see two more wins on this on this schedule? Maybe. Do you maybe. see three? No, I don't. How the hell are we going to win three of the next seven? Well, maybe Washington, Miami, and the Jets. That's We're not winning all three of. of those games. We're gonna probably lose. not. I'm just saying that's why I look at it. Maybe you're probably right. You do better in the pick segment, <laughs> which we'll get to <laughs> next podcast. Holy yeah, yeah. crap! 
the, the funny thing about that is I'm watching these games Sunday real quick, and I'm like, oh yeah, I took Kansas City. And no, I didn't. I took the freaking Vikings. I'm looking again. Like, am I am I stroking out during the pick segment? Because I watched the games on Sunday and I forget who I took, and I go, oh no, I took them. Yeah, no, that, yeah. And then I look and I listen to it afterwards. I go, how the hell did I take them? I, I think you do like the Jedi mind trick on me while we're doing the picks. I, I just I get. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. So wrong. Yeah. There was no bullying going on the last two weeks. I, I don't want to hear tweet. it. I saw your tweet to that one guy. Yeah, I didn't even bully him. <laughs> well, one guy tweeted at us saying, hey, Chris, you have the last laugh. Jerry was making fun of your Baltimore pick, right? Yeah, he's right. <laughs> he's right. He's right. But um, I don't know, dude. It, it pains me to talk about John Mara because... Well, he dude, was not happy, Jerry, last night. <laughs> yeah, but it, it unfortunately starts with him, right? Yeah, just, it He's does. the boss. It is what it is. Him and Tish and... <laughs> you know, I, I, I know at the end of the year, whatever decision they make, they're going to keep either Gettleman or Shermer or both. And we're going to hear, well, uh, no one's m- more aggravated than me. They're both put on notice. They both have to get better. And it's just, I, I know they don't want to be that franchise that fires coaches every two years, but uh, mm-hmm. you, you got to do something here, man. You got to force, at the very least, you got to get rid of the assistants and you got to take the play calling away from Shermer. Or you will have a, an all-out. Either you're going to have an all-out riot, or you're going to have fans saying, I'm not going anymore. I, I can't support this over and over again and be Charlie oh. Brown with Lucy pulling the ball out. Well, you know, Jerry, you know Mara does listen to the fans, right? He does. He does. He does. So let's see how this plays out the last, um, what are we, two and seven, the last seven games. All right? Yeah. Starting Sunday, Jerry. Because sure. the fan base wants this game against the Jets. No? I don't know. You don't, you don't, you don't know. You think they well, give it I, I got a text. I got a text from the original buffoon crew today. How, how do they feel about this well, Sunday's game? Well, here's right. One of them said, "I, I kind of hope we lose so that Shermer goes." Right, like that's the mentality, right? Yeah, and then I another can one, see that. And then another one said, that. "No, we can't lose to the Jets," which I felt like, all right, that's that's Chris Bizignano right there. Like that's your attitude, right? And then the other one said, "Screw it, let's win." Shermer goes anyway, and then I, I think everybody kind of rallied around that message. Like, let's win, and then Shermer's going to go. So, yeah, it's just interesting because I think there's a lot of ambivalence. I think there's a lot of fans who just say, I don't care. And somebody asked me, would you want to go to the game this Sunday? And it's a writing week, so can't go. But I said, this is the one game I'd sit with Jet fans, and just I think I would laugh the whole game. I wouldn't. I don't. Personally speaking, Chris, I don't care if we win or yeah. lose Sunday. I'm never going right. to root again. I'm never going to root against the Giants, but I don't care if we win or lose Sunday. Hmm. All right, all right. I think a lot of people feel like that, Jerry. I think a lot of people are so disgusted. You yeah, know? and I'm just throwing my hands up in the air like, you know what, whatever, guys, do what you want. And, and, and Jerry, I got to ask you this, too. Just, did you hear Sherman today when he was at, uh, when, last night when he asked about the challenge in the DPI and he said, I still believe in the system? Yeah. <laughs> and was like, oh, oh, my God, he just buries himself with his answers. It just doesn't sounds he? so stupid. Mag- Maggie Scott, what's her name? Maggie Gray, I'm sorry. What's her name? Maggie what? Maggie Gray on the fan this afternoon. Oh, yeah, Maggie Gray. Yeah. I have to admit, Jerry, she was, she had me laughing today, man. Hoe and Bart Scott. And yeah. Maggie Gray was going crazy was over really? that answer. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's like, are you kidding me, coach, with that head? She was actually right, though, Jerry. She was actually right. No, she was 100% right. Why does he keep challenging I, defensive I pass interference and, and they don't overturn them? It's like, I believe in the system. We have the rules, and I still believe in it. And it's like, coach, they, they they turned over, I think, five in the first few weeks of the season, yeah. and then they basically determined that we're not doing that anymore. Don't don't overturn anything, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's it's a stupid rule. It shouldn't exist. We all agree. 
stop challenging. You're not going to win. When he challenged it, I just, I threw my hands up like, I don't believe this. I never thought I'd see anything worse than the Monday night game against Indianapolis when Tom Coughlin, in his 70s, kept the red handkerchief in his sock and couldn't reach for it fast enough. Why? Because it was in his sock and he's an older guy. Like, to me, that was the, the epitome of embarrassment. Like, coach, my father, you know, was older than Tom Coughlin and, and it said, why the hell would he keep that stupid thing in his sock? Put it yeah. in your pocket. Yeah. To me, this is, this is like worse. He just keeps making that same mistake over and over again. And he's so stubborn about it. Unapologetic. Hey, Unapologetic, too. Hey, Jerry, you know, you've heard me discuss this like four weeks ago. Yeah. Don't even bother, right? I said that. Yeah. I asked Shermer. Is it even a point of doing it anymore, right? Right. Uh, the point being is that get, now you hear, you see it around the league all the time. You, I think Troy Aikman brought, uh, brought it to everybody's attention. Like, it's a farce what's going on, you know? Yeah. Uh, Brian Baldinger, I think he said it. Why, why have the rule, right? Right. right. He's right. Everybody's saying it. Like, don't even bother. Don't bother. They're not overturning it. So. Uh, well, look, guys, I think we've dissected the hell out of this. Uh, Chris, is there anything possibly else we can bring up about that last night? No, no. Listen, it was a game that Dallas was dying to give to us, Jerry, right? Yeah, they were. They were dying. They were like basically saying, here, go ahead. We really don't want this, you know? Uh, you guys could take it, and they didn't take it, Jerry. You know, they didn't take it. Execution, but uh, a, a lot of it, you know, the buck stops with the head coach, right? Yeah, it does. They just don't execute, my man. And normally we pick buffoons of the week, but you know what, man? Chris and I discussed it today at two and seven. We're, we have no, we're in no position to yeah. call anybody buffoons. Just yeah, not. we'll be. I think we would be the two buffoons if we call anybody else a buffoon right now. Yeah, I I'm, I should be a buffoon for picking the Giants over the Dallas Cowboys because I I couldn't say Dallas Cowboys last week, and uh, yeah, I it's just what a I don't know, man. It's like there's such despair right now. Like we are so in the dark. I don't know when we're coming out of it. I don't know what we need, but um, I don't even know what changes yeah. to make. Yeah, you know, if Jerry, if they were two and seven, but they were losing last second field goal games and you felt good about it a little bit, right? Yeah. But you just don't feel good about it. You just don't feel good about it, bud. And right? the, the only last second field goals we, we would lose to now is our guy missing because that's a new thing now. He misses extra points. He misses close field mm. goals. Like, come on, Aldrich. Like, really? Can we depend on anything on this team right now? Anything? Yeah, listen. Jerry, we talked about this last week. It's all about the the progression of Daniel Jones. Yep. You know, um, so, and that's what it's all about, Jerry. Uh, these last seven games to me, Jerry, is the progression of Daniel Jones, which we talked about, and whether or not Sherman stays. And so far, after one game last night, not looking good. Let's see what the Jets, what happens with the Jets Sunday. Uh, good stuff, buddy, as always. All right, everybody. Sorry if this was depressing, but this is the state of the Giants. If you want to order a subscription to the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. You can also order a digital description there. Uh, or go to magster.com, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download the app, the Giant Insider app. All right, everybody. Jets are on deck. We'll do that podcast Friday night. That is not a home game, so we don't have tickets for it. But I believe Chris will be going. Chris will be attending the road game at MetLife, right? Yes, yes, uh, I will be going, and um, should be interesting. You know, unfortunately, both teams are not very good. Chris, they should give you some kind of a. We should. They should chip in for like a GoFundMe for you having to go to that debacle next. Week. 
Speaking of that, have you seen the GoFundMe about the fire Adam Gase GoFundMe? Did you no, see that? I haven't seen it, no. Yeah, somebody started up a GoFundMe account, and they're looking to get $2,000 so they could put a billboard or something like that up to fire Adam Gase. Nice. Oh, good stuff. Uh, community involvement. Way to go, Jets fans. <laughs> All right, everybody. Remember, Sundays are still giant days. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye, everybody.